Hey friends, welcome back to A Beautiful Life Podcast. A Beautiful Life is a podcast that gives you the inspiration and the encouragement to live a more meaningful life and celebrate that life every day in faith, in hope, and in peace. We are your hosts. I am Emilu. And I am Jabez. And thank you for joining us today. We are still in the series of stewardship, how to take good care of the resources given to us. And one of those resources is time. time. Yes. We will be talking about time. Well, in fact, last week we talked about money. Before we actually talk best about time, I would like to just reiterate a few things. Mm-hmm. We needed to talk a little bit more about how Cre- to handle credit, credit cards. Card. There are actually three things that I would suggest that mm-hmm. you do when you have credit cards. Number one would be to know your due dates. Right. Personally, like let's say I have the card and then I would like put a sticky note like every 7th or every 10th. So that's number one, how to handle your credit cards, know your due dates. So you have plenty of room to prepare for it and to budget for it. Second would be purchase after your due dates. So you have to hold it. Like, yes, delayed like, gratification. <laughs> but if it's on sale <laughs> and the sale is not after the due date, <laughs> still hold it. I had a friend who was really very keen on on-sale purchases. Yeah. I won't say the department store, but she was really eyeing for something that she would mm-hmm. want to buy. She went to the department store and listed down how much it was. <laughs> then, when the midnight sale came on, she went to the store and was surprised that the price went higher than than what was really yes than what was written down there just before the sale. So it was on a 30% sale. So when mm-hmm. she computed it, came out, it's just this. it was the same price mm-hmm. as before the sale. You just have to make sure that it's really on sale. Yes. <laughs> so I think that's very good that if you like something, you look at the, I mean, at least you find out how much it costs. Yes. And then wait for it. Yes. Just make sure that you have like the price before the mm-hmm. sale and then after that and then do your computations. So if you know, you might as well just have bought it even if it wasn't on sale because it's still the same price. You didn't have anyway. to wait that long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the third one, pay in full so that you don't mm-hmm. have to pay the 3.5%. Interest, interest charges yeah. and then pay on time whenever the due date is because if you don't pay on time other than you're being charged with a 3.5 percent interest you will also be charged with i think they call that finance charges on top of the 3.5 percent so those are just the things that i would want to suggest on how you handle your credit cards do you have any suggestion Beth? i don't have a credit card <laughs> so i can't suggest anything <laughs> So that's I just... still keep my money in pots, so, <laughs> so I bring them to the stores. <laughs> Do you ever receive spam text messages? Well, I used to receive spam messages when text messages when I was with another carrier, but now that I shifted to a new carrier, I don't receive so much spam messages. Yes, because you know what? There have been several spam messages. Mm-hmm. That have been going around asking people for money on different notes. One would be like you won a lottery yeah. and you oh, have. Oh, to I give- used to. I I received that once. He said that I had. Uh, I won like two million pesos 
and I had to talk to uh, this attorney and I said sorry I replied and jokingly I said sorry I'm richer than that <laughs> <laughs> another friend of mine he received a call and the caller said this is from let's say this is from Metrobank and would ask can you please tell us mm-hmm. your birth dates and then, if you're not also aware, you would be giving them the three numbers mm-hmm. that's written at, at the back the of your credit card. Yeah. So, it's just very, just be very careful when it comes mm-hmm. to that. It's a matter of like praying every day and telling the Lord to just guide you with wisdom. Yes, because right. as much as we want the world to be a more peaceful place, mm-hmm. a lot of people now are, are spamming people. So, for some reasons, I don't know. Maybe they can also work, but I don't know why do they have to deceive people. Mm-hmm. So, just be careful. I had a co-worker also just very recently, just this week, just before the holidays, he realized that his credit card was maxed out. Really? And he was asking for my help how to go about it, how to call the card company and all that. Because he only has one card and the maximum limit is also very small. It's mm-hmm. just 15000 but it was maxed out. And when he called, it was from, from an online shop. Yeah, I think that is very rampant. Was he able to resolve it? No, I think the bank is still trying to find out what happened. But then as far as he knows, he hasn't really purchased anything from Lazada. Because um, my father, my father's credit card, that happened to my father's credit card, I think a year ago or two years ago. And it was maxed out. That's why we realized that he could not purchase anymore. Mm-hmm. And when we requested for an investigation, there were like two purchases to the same address mm-hmm. in Manila. Really? It was an online shop in Manila. And, and the delivery was in Manila. So we had to write like an Contest appeal yeah, or, something. or something. I think the bank considered it because they did an investigation. We wrote the bank that we did not make those those purchases so it was resolved wow so we just have <laughs> so to be scary. very careful yes. <laughs> yes just have to be very careful of course there are legit online shops yes. in there but some people can be illegitimate <laughs> so <laughs> in doing transactions so guys just be careful with handling your money and always pray every day that the lord save you from your cards. yes <laughs> protect your cards your money protect you All right, let's go to talking about time. First off, time suckers. Time <laughs> what suckers? is your major time sucker, Bess? Daydreaming. <laughs> My Well, I have to say it has to be social media. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes just, like for example, when I wake up and I have like 10 minutes more to, you know, get up, I would curl my phone mm-hmm. and check not who messaged me or any missed calls or what, but what's... Facebook timeline telling me now yes. and then only to realize that it's been like 30 minutes already that I've wasted so what I like and I don't like about yes. social media is that you waste a lot of time looking at other people's lives and it's quite interesting <laughs> and uninteresting at the same time but you get that's why we say it's time suckers because you get sucked in it yes I think that's what I that's social media is one of my time suckers how about you can I be very honest? Very recently, <laughs> I mean the past three days, see YouTube. <laughs> oh, that too. That too. Yes. YouTube. Because I have been looking at videos of people who have planners and how they set it up. 
It was even one night, I was just watching set up their planners, their journals, mm-hmm. their traveler's notebook, and all that. Little did I realize it was almost 1 a.m. And I said, this isn't good. Because the time that I could have spent reading, you spent it for YouTube, planning your planner. <laughs> and the worst part is that it has somehow given me the urgency to have what they have, mm. which is not good. And so I have to do a hard check on that. But I also had an experience when I was just looking through, watching an innocent, you know, funny video. And then you see on the right side where there, where there are suggested videos. Yes. One time my sister and I were watching, we were watching a video and then it prompted that there, there's a video of, you know, Fights in the basketball court, those mm-hmm. professional basketball yes. players when they fight, like um, like before brawl, the there's a brawl. Uh-huh. And then we kept on, we kept on playing one video after another, only to realize it was already like way past midnight. We were just laughing at the videos, and you see, it's, it was really a waste of time. So even those things, yes, they are really time suckers. We're telling you now that it's fine. To be in social media, yeah. it's fine to be, be on YouTube, yeah. yes. But when it takes over your entire day or your like entire regularly. life, then that can be a time sucker. Mm-hmm. Another one that I remember, this was, well, I'm so glad I'm off it. But last year, it was Heyday. <laughs> oh, yeah. That game? Oh, my goodness. It's like, you know, when I wake up, Heyday. When I'm at the office, Heyday. <laughs> I still time for heyday. Practically everywhere heyday. It's okay if mm. it's just something that you do during break times or, or do you like pass the time. Yes. But if it takes over yes. your existence, there's a certain like urge to do it. I, I was never well well I was never really interested in games. I'm not a very competitive person. <laughs> so games don't appeal to me. Mm-hmm. But I think there was a time during the Candy Crush, you know, yes, season uh, season that I was also hooked. My mother is still hooked to <laughs> Candy Crush at Time Suckers. And you, did you know that I started Facebook because of Farmville? <laughs> See, those are some of the Time Suckers mm-hmm. that are very common to us people, especially for single people. And if you're not, if your time is not sucked with the uh, things that we said, well, good for you. Yeah, you have a good life. Idle chatter. Sometimes yes. we spend time talking to people and we don't get anything from it. We talk about other people and then you only, you realize, oh, it's already 4 p.m. It's time to go home. <laughs> you make me guilty. <laughs> I do that in the office too. My office mates would be listening to me. They know that I talk a lot. So, <laughs> Yes, idle chatter sometimes. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> I'm guilty but, of that. But also, I caught myself many times just lazing in the room, mm-hmm. in, in my own room and looking at the ceiling. It wasn't sort of a like a phase of depression or what. It was daydreaming. But I would, yeah, maybe it was daydreaming, but sometimes I would I would just laze around and only to realize it's already like one hour has already passed or... But sometimes we need that. Like a time to, off from, yes. from anything. Yes, to unplug. Time suckers are the things that you do that takes most of your time. When you could have done better things, right? In fact, so those are time suckers. Anything that doesn't give you any value. Yes. Like there are things like if your if your hobby is biking or or swimming or reading doing cra- reading or doing craft. If you 
give a specific or spend a specific amount of time with them as long as it's reasonable. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's not a time sucker. Yeah. But if you like go on biking the whole day or you would skip work just for just for, you know, biking. Yes. Or for example, if you're a father, you would skip family time or you would sacrifice family time just so you could go biking. I, I think that's that's not a very good idea or Instead of us talking to our parents, for example, mm-hmm. those who are single and living in their homes, or singles um, living, uh, I mean, you know, instead of spending time with friends and um, nourishing the relationship, you'd rather do something like, I would rather go to the gym and, you know, tone my body. <laughs> I think for me, that's a time sucker. If it's exaggerated, I yes, would say yes. 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 But not, un- well, of course, if you're, trying to tone your body because you're into a competition, then that's training. <laughs> Time suckers are what we call like compulsion to do yeah. something. It's like, you know, you have to do it at the expense and of other of things, other things yeah. and of other people. Then those are time suckers. Like, right. for example, when I spend so much time reading, just mm-hmm. like the other night, because I so wanted to finish this one book, I stayed until 2 in the morning. But then, I have to wake up 3 hours after that because I have an office. But before you go to the office, of course, you have to prepare, you have to take a shower, you have you have to make your bed and all that. So that means you have to wake up early before your office hours. So by the time I got to the office, I was drained. <laughs> and that was a refresh to your drained because I sucked my rest yeah. time reading the book when I could just have done or continued it the next day just know there is wisdom in how you spend your time so those are time suckers as we said Social media can be one. YouTube or TV games can be one. Idol chatter. <laughs> Our favorite. <laughs> and yes, and I don't think that's just, it is not just a time sucker. It's also <laughs> a value sucker. <laughs> and then copies that, that are exaggerated. Right? So those are time suckers. What is your typical day like? My typical days... Like on a Monday to Friday or on the weekends, are they the same pretty much? Pretty much the same. Except on the... Like, my nights are different. My nights are different. (laughs) Sounds very poetic. (laughs) But um, my typical day is uh, very much the same from Monday to Friday. It starts at 7. Mm -hmm. 45. (laughs) (laughs) Not 7 a.m. 45. Because you see, you know, I'd like to tell our viewers, viewers, our our, uh, listeners, that I live in the campus that I work in. It's a three-minute walk from my bedroom to the office. And that's a privilege that I'm enjoying and I'm very thankful about because I can wake up at, my office starts at 8. Uh-huh. I can wake up at 7.55, take a two-minute shower, and then go straight to the office. Mm. I could do that. But, of course, I don't <laughs> because I have to put on makeup. Or sometimes I bring my makeup kit to the office and then just put makeup at the at the restroom. But my day starts at, well, regularly 7.45. That's the time I wake up. Really? 7.45? Not, you not wake really, up at 7.45? Not wake up at 7.45, but that's about the time that I start well, I get out of my your bed and getting, getting out of my bed. Start preparing for work. Mm-hmm. I wake up at about my alarm is set to six thirty, 
but it snoozed. <laughs> it snoozed like five times. <laughs> oh dear. Because I also sleep late. Mm-hmm. I sleep late. I have an alarm for sleeping, for sleeping time. It's set at 10.30. Mm-hmm. But I always sleep like 11 or 11.30. Even though every day, <laughs> my alarm tells me to sleep at 10.30. We can be very stubborn. <laughs> yes. But I don't I don't stop it because I want to remind myself every day to just be conscious about my sleeping time. So I had to make, I have to make sure that I get enough sleep. So when I set the alarm clock at 6.30, it's six it's six hours for me sleeping sleeping time would be six hours so after i would la- uh, you know i would lay in the bed it's, it's, i wake up at seven forty five the seven thirty <laughs> or seven forty five i prepare and then go to work until twelve and then two to five it's it's the same it's the same routine mm-hmm. and then at night I would either have a Toastmasters meeting on Tuesdays mm-hmm. or other like other meetings. Usually I have meetings at night mm-hmm. or other ministry commitments at uh-huh. night. So my nights are full. <laughs> my weeknights are full except that I make I usually make Monday like a rest day for yes. me. Monday night a rest day for me so I as much as possible I don't do anything on a on a Monday night. Even meeting with friends mm-hmm. if they are reserved on other days of the yes. week, not on Monday night. So that's what my usual week, Your typical that's how yeah, my t- typical week looks like. How about yours? My typical day, I wake up at 5. Wow, you're <laughs> that's a hero. Said, wow, 7.45, <laughs> really? You wake up at 7.45? I'm a night owl. In mm-hmm. fact, I can get the best time to be working on something and to be thinking mm-hmm. about something and brewing an idea at night times but i have to train myself to change that mm-hmm. so when i started changing that i really forced myself to sleep at about nine wow. or ten but lately well this year actually i wasn't so successful with that i wake up at five mm-hmm. so i do my readings my morning mm-hmm. journal quiet time and everything that's from five to about 6.30 or mm-hmm. 7. That's for Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Very structured. <laughs> Very structured, yeah. Because on Tuesdays and Thursdays and Saturdays, because at 6, I go swimming. And then I go home at about 7. I prepare. I leave the house at 8.15 for my work at 8.30. So Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I have about 5 until 7 to prepare everything. And then swimming on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. My nights are... Number one, on Tuesdays, of course, yeah. I have a TV to watch. TV I have a series to watch. Mysteries of Laura this season. Next season, it will be Madam Secretary. So Tuesday nights are off. <laughs> for it's a stay-at-home night. Yes, it's a stay-at-home night. But when I don't really have commitments, I mainly stay at home. That's where I do some of the stuff that I cannot do in the office. Extracurricular activities. And so those are the times that I get creative. So as much as possible, I would want my nights free so I can just have enough time for myself. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you're with people the whole day. You have to be alone. I'm so looking forward to being alone that's, every night. That's a sign of, you know, getting older. Because <laughs> I, I feel that too. I feel that it's quite draining to be with people the whole day. Yeah. Or even like not the, that we don't like yeah, people. Yeah, we don't like, like people, but I think they could also they would also feel the same about us. If you're with me the whole day, you would like really want to have a break. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, other than the fact that I have to re-energize myself, so that's my typical day. If that's 
Weekends, mm. usually, it's different. I work from Mondays to Fridays, so weekends are different. Which reminds me, for those of you who have been asking me if this podcast is a replacement of the show, mm-hmm. the TV Simply show, no, yeah. it's not. For those who are not aware, I host a local TV show, and I haven't done any episodes this year, not because there's a podcast, but because just I just had to prioritize a little bit this year because work took so much of my time, mm-hmm. and I had to prioritize work at this time. But I will be doing season 5 next Yay. year. So this is not a replacement. So this podcast is different from that. Weekends are all different mm-hmm. because that's where I do the extracurricular activities that I have. One of that would be the taping. Mm-hmm. And then Sundays, of course, church, church and, and friends, like lunch. So you meet up with friends during lunch. That's, that's my day. It's a bit structured. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> time best how like how do you react given that you have this difficult day mm-hmm. and then an interruption happens that you haven't really scheduled or planned about if, it, if it's a regular day not any day that i have to like i have deadlines or like i have an event because i usually plan events for the school mm-hmm. or for any ministry related events if if it's just like a regular day and there are interruptions, I'm not, I'm a little bit flexible. I would not really be annoyed or be irritated. Mm-hmm. I could, I, I would be flexible. But if I am following a deadline and then something <laughs> comes up or if like I'm finishing, uh, especially if I'm writing letters or my mm-hmm. boss tells me to uh, write communications and then somebody asks, come in and asks me for a favor, like, if they would ask for the transcript of records and what, I would sometimes just stop and because <laughs> I would feel that my time is going to be cut off and then mm-hmm. my momentum is going to be cut off. I'm quite a little bit annoyed or irritated by those interrupts. Mm-hmm. But if it's just a regular day when you don't, where you're not rushing for deadlines, I'm really fine. You know, you can interrupt you me any You are so day. much welcome. Yes, so much welcome. Yes. How about you? Would you do you? How do you? Since you're a, you have a structured day, how do you welcome interruptions? If you even welcome interruptions, I should say that in the past I don't welcome interruptions, interruptions mm-hmm. because I'm so I'm structured. I want things in order. Mm-hmm. I want things planned. But with my line of work, the moment I step into the office at eight thirty, I know that anything can happen at any time. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you'll just be called to a meeting. Or all of a sudden, you can just be called to do something that is completely out of what you intended to do mm-hmm. that day. I'm kind of like, okay with that now. But I have like a list of things to, to do. do. Yes. My planner is full of that. Yes. It's there so I don't forget mm-hmm. what I'm supposed to do that day. So I have like the first five that I need to really prioritize. As soon as I'm I'm done with that, then the rest will follow. And if I'm not really able to do the rest of that, just goes the next day. You have to learn to also be flexible, even if you're very structured. So that's just how I do it. So what can you recommend best, especially for us single people who doesn't tend to actually believe in the concept of time because we own our time? Yes, that's right. I think it's very, I would say very tricky for us if 
we don't know how to manage our time. I'm not a very good time manager myself. Mm-hmm. But I feel that we must set a certain structure. A certain structure helps. It is good that we are flexible. Flexibility is still needed. But I guess it is best that we we have a certain structure to go back to every time that uh, that we mismanage our time. When it comes to time management, I would always, always suggest that and you also agree with this. I would, I would believe you would agree with this. That we always have to prioritize. Yes. Which reminds me of our test. <laughs> yes. We took a test just before this podcast, and our test results. Is Go ahead a and tell productivity them. <laughs> style assessment. We will link the site from where we yeah. got it. We recommend that you also get right. it and if you have a staff that you manage make them take the assessment as well it's less than five minutes right yes, we answer less minutes. than five minutes for about 20 questions yes. i think they will email you the result and my result was planner mine was a prioritizer <laughs> <laughs> so it really really suits as well it was it was really who we are and um talking about time management i think which really affirmed what i am Mm-hmm. I am a prioritizer. It's bad sometimes if you're like that. I always am at the important and urgent quadrant of Eisenhower's box, yes, right? Yes, that's it's yes, which was popularized by, by Stephen Covey. Yes, in the book Seven Habits of Highly Effective mm-hmm. People, in the section chapter First Things First. Yes, and there are four quadrants that are you should mm-hmm. you know be, be looking at when it comes to time management, and. I am always in the urgent and important. It means that some I'm a poor planner, so I'm always doing something that is important and is urgent <laughs> because that's where my energy also kinds of wells up. Yeah. So whenever I I have something that's very important to finish and you have to finish <laughs> it now, I feel that all my creativity juices, all my energy goes out. So you work well with pressure. Yes, with pressure. And um, if the odds are in your favor, <laughs> you will finish it. But usually I finish it because I, I have already planned it out. Mm-hmm. Although the implementation is always in that quadrant. <laughs> urgent, urgent and, and important. important. But the first thing I think when you want to manage your time is to know your priorities. Yes. If your priority is your work, your family, mm-hmm. your personal time, you have to put that in the list. Yeah. List maker. What can you say? Which is true. In fact, some of the planners actually have this section that says home, work, personal, mm-hmm. prioritizing. That's very important. It, you know, it's good that you also assess it. As single people, usually we just go with the flow. Right. Sera, sera, whatever Somebody comes. texts you, can yes. you meet up for drinks or dinner? Yes, you go. Yes, because that's easy. Thing. Especially if you're a single person who doesn't live with your parents. Yes, right. You're, you're independent. So it's, you basically own your time. Other than, of course, if you have an office hours, so mm-hmm. your company owns your time yes. during those hours. But before and after that, you have your time. Prioritizing is very important. Maybe they can print out that box. You can search it, Eisenhower Box or Decision Matrix by the 34th President of the United States, Dwight Eisenhower. Correct me if he is the 34th President. things that are not urgent and there can be urgent things that are not really important so what do you do with that then there are urgent things but not important i would not do them (laughs) like for example what could be urgent things that are not important the laundry (laughs) 
the laundry could be in urgent. In your case, laundry is what? For me, it's Ma'am. important. But not urgent. But not urgent yeah. because I have a schedule. You know, I caught myself many times when I was, you know, not planning for a laundry day. I caught my, myself many times that I was doing laundry out of urgency because I had nothing <laughs> else to wear. And so, you know, your laundry basket is almost as high as Mount Everest. And I was like, wait, I don't have clothes anymore. Only to realize they're all in the laundry basket. So I have tried to manage my time when it comes to my laundry. That is the life of being single and, and independent. Right. Behind you, Bess, is my calendar. Right. And if you can see, there's a box for laundry of clothes, laundry of duvet. There's a schedule for mopping the floor. For laundry of towels. Yes, for laundry of towels. I try to schedule it. I don't want to be overwhelmed with household chores yeah. because number one, I hate doing them. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I hate doing them. So if I don't schedule them, I might do it in urgency mm-hmm. and I don't want to do it. And you'll be miserable. And I will be miserable because then that means that my whole day yeah. will, will be, be st- spent doing it. Yeah, so it will be taken over by those chores that I don't really like to do but we have to do. So that's good. You made a point yeah, that to create a structure what we can suggest that they do is in knowing your priorities why don't you print that box know which ones are urgent and which ones are important which, which ones, ones are you not can, you can do you can move from the important urgent to the important but not urgent yes yes or which ones are you think are important but not really important so prioritize create a structure after yes, that structure. or schedule yes, or just yes. create a plain schedule. schedule and maybe try it out for a week or two weeks if, if they're not used to a schedule yeah i would suggest two weeks, yeah, two weeks or 15 anyway. days that would yes. give you enough time to really settle and then stick to it yeah or if it doesn't work try to just be flexible and adjust your time try to play around with mm-hmm. what works for you because some of the things some of the routine may not really work Mm-hmm. For you in the mornings, it might work. Like me, I, I do my journal and read my Bible at night. I do my devotions at night. Because I'm not a morning person. See, mm-hmm. I wake up at 7.45. <laughs> but I can stay up until 12. So, mm-hmm. I and and I think that my my mind is still working. Because if I would force myself to sleep lock, it would not work for me. I would be just sleeping in misery. <laughs> or you will just be tossing to and fro in your bed. How I many hours do you get? I, I make sure that I sleep at least 6 hours and 40 minutes. Really? Because when I set my alarm clock, that's the usual. So if I have like, if my alarm clock is set and then it prompts me that 5 hours and 12 minutes yeah. until wake up time, I would really panic. We <laughs> <laughs> have 5 hours. So I make sure, I would be glad if I could sleep at least 7 hours. But, uh-huh. but, that's my usual, 6 and 45 or 7 sometimes, but mostly 6 and 45. So, like, I go to bed at 11. I wake up, my alarm wakes me up at 5. So, how many hours would that be? 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, six. 4, 5, and 6 hours. Six. So, I guess that's... we're getting old. <laughs> we can't sleep for 7 hours. Because oh, no. I know there might be even a time that we will be waking up at 4. My father wakes yes, up at 4. Yes, I think, I think there will Without be Without even an yes. alarm. That's called body clock. I think I... I used to wake up at, there was a time when I was forced to wake up at five for five straight days because I had to do something. There was an activity for five straight days that mm-hmm. I, I, that I have to wake up at five. 
So even if I sleep like late, I have to wake up at five. After the week when I was back to my normal like routine, I would still wake up at five. And I was like, what? <laughs> and even on holidays, when yes. you try to sleep in, sleep in because because you know you don't have work. If you wake up at seven, if your regular time is waking of waking up is at seven forty-five or seven or even six six thirty, mm-hmm. my body wakes up at six thirty. Even if it's a holiday, I would like oh two more hours, please. <laughs> but you, you know, know what? My alarm clock is set Mondays to Fridays. Alarm goes off at five. That's included Saturday. So on Mondays to Saturdays at five. Sundays it's at six thirty. Mm-hmm. So on Sundays that I wake up without me hearing the alarm, I try to sleep back. <laughs> I go back to sleep because no, it's not yet 6.30. Other than sticking to schedule, I would also suggest this one is for, for people who are really into time management mm-hmm. or who are really interested in knowing what best suits them. They can check out the Pomodoro Technique because procrastination is one of the struggles of some people most people including me <laughs> because sometimes your creative juices just won't start up yes. so you're waiting and just procrastinating procrastination is also one time problem <laughs> especially when i have projects i wait up to the last minute to be working on it but there is this pomodoro technique it's setting a timer mm-hmm. for example at 9 to nine thirty, i will be working on my essay mm-hmm. or i will be working on my letter mm-hmm. you set it up and then you work on it like really Put your focus on it. And then you just pour yourself. If you can be you can start writing, sort of do mind mapping and or anything. Mm-hmm. You can do any activity towards whatever project you are working on from nine to nine thirty. And then whatever you have that contributes to your project. Yeah, yeah. After that you can go do something else. Especially for people who are not really into working really long hours, that might work for you. Our reviews and recommendations for good books, good ifs, good places, or anything that we have discovered. Good people. <laughs> or anything that we have discovered and we like. Bess, did you discover anything? Yes, recently I've been to the NGC area, New Government <laughs> Center area. On the, if you're your back is on the new government center. It's on the right side. There's the Villa Angela Marketplace. Mm-hmm. I haven't been and, there. And uh, it's a place where they have different restaurants. And is it near like outdoor eating? Yes, at the back of the new Panishatic. It's like an outdoor eating something. Mm-hmm. They have a Japanese restaurant. They have barbecue. They have inasal. They have, I think, Spanish food. They mm-hmm. have ribs. All of those things. They even have like drinks or depends on what suits you. They have a, a coffee shop. Uh, it's a good place to look for. If you're not, if you're hungry but you don't know what to eat, just go there because you have like <laughs> plenty of choices. Now. Plenty of choices. Well, mine has nothing to do with food. Well, it has something to do with place in the internet, <laughs> but not a physical place. I have discovered this website called futureme.org. I, I thought it was futureme.com because it was in a movie. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Futureme.org, where you can write yourself a letter. That letter will be emailed to you at a certain time in the future. So There's it can a be, movie about that. <laughs> it can be a year or... Two years after, even five years after. So I was writing letters to myself. Maybe I should go ahead and check <laughs> yes. that out. Also, there's another place that I have discovered, journalingsage.com. Mm-hmm. 
I've discovered this site and she has monthly prompts. And that gets you started. What was the name of the... Journalingstage.com So if you are looking for prompts or if you're into journaling as well, you might also want to check that out. TheFutureMe.org is very interesting. There's a movie. Uh, I haven't that, watched that. Yeah, you have to watch the Starting Over Again by Piolo. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it's futureme.org is a Tony Gonzaga where they were sending like future letters. Really? Yeah. Letters for <laughs> to be sent in the future to be sent in the future. So. so those are the things that we have discovered and that we recommend. Market is also in Latin traffic. So if you're from here, if you're from around Negros or Bukolic City, you might want to also visit that place. We hope that you enjoyed today's conversation. Links to things we have talked about during this episode are in the show notes and in the blog mufman.com and ojabez.blogspot.com We will be talking to you next week with our episode on taking care of your talents.